Hi. Hello. I'm Allie. I'm Hannah. And you're listening to What's, What's on, on Your Mind? Mind. The podcast. <laughs> yeah. Season, Season three. three. We're back. Dun, 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 dun. I didn't start that song dun, the right way. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Guess who's back? There's another back song. Guess who's back? Back, back. again. It is us. And we've got Please lots of things tell to your, tell you about. Please tell your friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're back, and uh, it's been a hot second, but I think the second season, we also kind of, I think we premiered around March, and we finished, yeah. so it's about the same time. Yeah, yeah. People are excited. Do you check our, our uh, statistics af- anymore since we've been uh, on Honestly, I haven't. Me either, so no. <laughs> I think there are people still, no, I'm still around. Maybe, yeah, we still have <laughs> people like talk about it, so. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. the podcast is something that people talk to me a lot about. Yeah. And I find that people who listen to our podcast, they like keep listening to yeah. it, which is uh, surprising. Because yeah. honestly, if I listen to myself <laughs> once... Sorry, I blew that microphone out of my mouth. <laughs> my landlady is going to call me. One time she did call me during a recording of our podcast. Oh, really? And I think she was calling to tell me to shut up. But you know what? Um, she lives below me, for those of you who are wondering. She can get over it. She likes me in the end. Yeah. Anyway, Yeah. How are you? How have you well, been? What you have know, you been up to? Should we give go, an update first? Yeah, let's give an update. So, um, yeah, I think most people who follow me in social media know that I'm going to start my PhD at mm-hmm. Korea University in March Yeah, um, in the city of Sejong, which is about two hours south of Seoul. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably be there for four years. So if you're in the area, <laughs> um, let me know. It's very boring. Lots of mountains, lots of countryside villages. I'm sure um, it's beautiful around that area, though. It's pretty beautiful, yeah. But if I if I don't have a car and I'm just staying in my town, it's right. not beautiful. <laughs> but, but Gongju is nearby and Buyo. Oh. And, and those are some beautiful historic cities from the Baekje Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And there's... Um, oh my gosh, you can finally go to the festival. Yes, I can finally go to the Baekje Cultural Festival awesome. in Buyo. It is in March, uh, isn't it? Like, it's I probably not on again this year, but it's, I mean, you're there for four years. It, so. Yeah. It wasn't on last year, was it? No. They canceled it? Yeah. And then there's Cheongju and Daejeon, the two biggest cities nearby. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And um, I started Pinpoint Korea, which I think most people know. Yeah. We talked about it at the end of our last we podcast. We did, yeah. And um, that's it. Creating my job. That's no it. teaching. It. No, uh, that's, finger quotes, that's, uh, quotes that's in the air with everything. my fingers. It. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm nervous. Um, we'll see how it goes. You're going to do great. So we're recording this quite in advance. It's January. Yes. Because uh, not sure how January. much time we're going <laughs> to be able to see each other. So trying to get as many pre-recorded as we can. Yes. And what about you? Uh, I've been plodding along. Oh, how did the market go today? Uh, yeah, it's it's going. It's tell, going tell them what it is. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I... Um, at the end of last season, I, again, I think I let you guys know I was going to be focusing more on my art and that's what I've been doing. So I did a couple of um, online markets to sell my uh, my artwork in the form of postcards and um, like prints. And I've made some stickers as well. And I'm going to be making lots of different things. But I did a couple of markets at the end of last year, just before Christmas, mm. and they went pretty well. Mm-hmm. I was... I mean, it was just before Christmas. So, um, yeah. And then I was really happy with it. And I'm currently, right now, there is a market going on, literally as we speak. Um, <laughs> and it's like the pre-Valentine's, pre-Lunar New Year market. And it's going okay. So, uh, yeah. Good. I'm quite happy. 
and I'm really happy that I have been creating more and Good. Uh, if you haven't been seeing it then I hope you go and see it my page is by Hannah Lou uh, you can find it connected L-O-U. to L-O-U yes Lou um, yeah so yeah that's it I'm Great. just plodding along the rest of the rest of life plodding Keep- along Still going, just keeping going, keeping on, keeping on. Uh, yeah, you said yeah. it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've made some changes to our podcast layout this season. As many of you know, the Berry Korean quiz did not uh, go very well last time. Yeah. So we've decided to do something that's a little bit more natural, something we can think of off the top of our heads. Yeah. And it's called... Culture Corner? Culture Corner. Culture Corner. She said it like a question. It's the Culture Corner. <laughs> so... To give each of us some time to speak, because before we used to have a Two story stories from each, each of us, episode, right? Yeah. Sometimes even three. Mm. Whoo! The naive <laughs> days of the past. Um, but now we'll have one person introducing the story, and then something related to the the word, word of the week about Korean culture. Something yeah. that people can consume, like media or music, and mm. yeah, just something personal that we enjoy and we want to share with you. Yes. So you can learn more about Korea and more about the things that mm-hmm. we like. So first, before we hop into the culture corner, oh yeah, yeah. would That's you a- like to introduce our word for the week? Oh, I would. It's nutrition. Okay. Bye-bye. Interesting one to start on. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested about what you're going to talk about. Yeah, this is the <laughs> this is the other thing. I don't think we're we're really going to have any idea... I don't even know. I'm wondering if this season we should even say the word at the end of the episode. Like, or should it just be a big secret? But then people might not come back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll tell let's you the say next the, word. Let's say that we'll tell All you the right. next word. <laughs> Are you going to do the, the B word? Yes, okay, I will do y'all. the B word. Gosh. <laughs> well, it ties perfect. That ties actually in very well with my Oh, it does? Story. Okay, interesting. I'm sure you're all dying to know. And Culture Corner first? Culture Corner first. Yeah. So the word is nutrition. Mm. And I thought I would start with quite a strong one. So I I actually want to introduce you all to my favorite actor. Okay. Uh, the the link is that he... I don't even know. You, you'll know as soon as I say this. He plays a chef in a drama called Oh My Ghost. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I thought you were <laughs> going to say him, but then I'm like, oh, Kong Yu is a chef. <laughs> so many people were a chef. Right. So he... He's he's super famous, so you've probably heard of him already. His name is Cho Jung Sok. He's amazing. Love him. Amazing. I, I not just love him. But I think I might be a little bit in love with him. He's just <laughs> he's awesome. But yeah, so he plays a chef in a drama called um, Oh My Ghost, which you recommended to me, and mm. I watched it, and I loved the show, love and it. I loved him. So then I went and tried to watch more of his other things. Um, but yeah, so he's he's a he's a really talented um actor and he's also a really talented musician Mm. and he began his career in the theater so he didn't Mm -hmm. start as a tv and movie star he started on the stage and he wanted to be an actor for like which is rare in korea right um he very famously has starred in hedwig and the angry inch uh Mm. i think three or four times since uh, 2006 but he's also, and I was so happy to find this out. I only found this out last week. He was in my all-time favorite musical, which went, which came to Korea only once. Um, it did well, actually. It didn't come here. They did a Korean uh, production of it, which is Blood Brothers. Mm. Um, it's More a, than Hamilton? 
uh yes more it's than Hamilton. different it's so, it's it's so different like so rooted in your history, yeah in it your really life. is yeah I, I i love blood brothers so much it's a musical set in uh in liverpool uh for anyone who's wondering but he played the one of the twins in I that musical. What accent they had well, I bet when, they had a Saturday. Yeah, right? Mm. Oh, I didn't maybe, think about maybe that. Maybe Kyung Sung. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but he, no. was, he was so good. Was I, watched the, I watched parts of him. It's, a, it's from quite a long time ago now. And, I, uh, and I saw him in Spring Awakening because I was in Spring Awakening. Mm-hmm. And so when I was like doing... I was in Spring Awakening while I was studying Korean. So yeah. I suddenly just like came across him in Spring Awakening. Oh, He's amazing. Yeah. That was uh, one of his other most famous yeah. stage oh, shows. He's yeah. so good in that. Um, so I thought I would introduce some of his most famous tv shows and movies because mm-hmm. for anyone who's not in korea they can't consume him on stage consume him on stage <laughs> <laughs> witness him they can't uh, you can't you guys can't come and very easily watch a stage show with him in um so i thought i would suggest some of his tv shows and movies which are the most famous so one of his most famous movies is called architecture 101 it's about two students who meet in architecture class and then 15 years later he tries to find her again to build their dream house that won him awards and started getting him noticed Mm. and then another of his most famous movies is called my annoying brother that's quite a recent one yeah and it's about uh it's about a guy who uh goes blind he's a an an olympic athlete who goes blind and then his brother who is comes out of prison and then the relationship yes about that relationship (laughs) and how they help each other and then some of his best most popular tv shows uh one called the the i'm like yeah i can't get my words out i'm I'm dying to know the king two hearts okay uh which no i've never seen it either but apparently he was so good in this show uh, that he he got tw- he got 20 offers for tv and film productions oh after this uh, not including advertisements mm-hmm. so that is the one that really kind of threw him up into the public eye uh then there is a tv show called don't dare to dream also called jealousy incarnate which yeah he plays i think most people know it as jealousy incarnate Gong Hyojin. yes that jealousy incarnate i think is mm-hmm. what most if people know it, that's what they. That's yeah, the only one I've jealousy ever heard. incarnate. Have you seen that. it? Uh, no, but I uh, but I know it, and it's very famous, and I love Gong Jin. Same. I really want to see it now, knowing that I they're both in it together. Love her. I love her acting. I love both of them. Yes, and that's about a news anchor who falls in love with a weather presenter. And <laughs> then my personal favorite drama ever, Hospital Playlist, which mm. is a more recent one, and that actually has um, the the record for uh, viewership on its yeah, channel so popular. SBS I think is the yeah. channel the, um, the network yeah and it has the season the, te- the oh, gosh I'm like so fired up I can't <laughs> get my words Take out it, we know Joe Jung sucks making you go crazy <laughs> it is but Take the a season two premiere for hospital playlist had 10% viewership which uh i do want to point record. out that it's also on netflix it is which they yes. might have taken into consideration i would imagine no that's that's 10 percent viewership like when it was on tv okay. like when it was being broadcast on tv 10 okay. percent of all the people in korea watching tv at that moment were watching that show so so yeah hospital playlist is the one i recommend the most because mm. he also sings in that 
and he mm. has an amazing voice. I am though. I'm gonna say because if you can't handle surgical oh, stuff yeah. like me, it can be a hard show to get through. Because honestly, like it That's was true. hard. Like I really enjoyed the characters and I enjoyed the show, but. I was often skipping scenes. Yeah. Because they show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It it is a medical drama set in a hospital. Yeah. He plays a doctor. But he's so charming and lovely. Just warning you because, whew. No, that's a good warning to put. Thank you. Mm. So there you go. George Young Suk. Lots of blood for those of you who who cannot watch that. Um, Mm. Sorry. You probably can't watch that show. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. George Young Suk. Good. Great culture corner. Is that a strong opener for our culture corner? Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's get out the corner. Nutrition. Today. Yes. I'd like to talk about the gender-based notion of manly food in Korea. Okay. (laughs) This is awesome. Yeah. You know what's really funny mm. is I was thinking about this earlier because nutrition, obviously, the first thing you think of is food. Mm -hmm. And when I was trying to think of what to tell people about for Culture Corner, I was thinking about a a Facebook-based... like very like mini series where the girls always get got together and ate topoki and I was like oh maybe how could I mention that and mm. then I just thought about the fact that they say that topoki is a girly food like because yeah. girls always eat it right um so that's so funny that you that's what you chose gendered yeah. food a little bit different from yeah the topoki thing is uh, topoki is a rice cake a spicy rice cake for those of you who don't know and um it is typically associated with young women because mm. it's kind of cheap and uh, there's topoki houses like all over seoul so after school they just go and i, I don't know something about sharing the topoki but this is kind of different in the sense that it's a the food itself is like gendered it was gendered before Dopoki kind of became a girl like it's not consumed by women for any kind of health benefits yes, or like right. it has nothing to do with like helping women but okay. in Korea there is food specifically that is perceived as masculine in its essence are you gonna tell us about a lots of food that give men stamina so they're both <laughs> so this whole concept is that they help the man with sexual stamina muscular growth a strong a strong stomach and other things okay. and the notion of gendered a food, strong stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah true and the notion of gendered food is a tradition of korea that has been around for hundreds thousands of years and it lasts until today so Yes, without a doubt, the biggest reason for gendering food is to increase a man's sexual performance. Mm -hmm. So some of these foods, among many, are garlic, eel soup, chives, um, gebur, which is known as the penis fish. It's a fish that looks like a penis. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that's what it was called in Korean. Yeah, gebur, and of course, dog meat stew. Um, there are also drinks that are gendered, such as, uh, how can I say, Bordokju? Yeah, which is a, also known as an erection wine. <laughs> and this is a traditional wine made from fruits. Mm-hmm. It comes in a bottle that's shaped uh, like a penis with a happy smiling face on the oh. top. Which, uh, yeah, so Cute. that's fun, collectible for <laughs> anybody making their way to Korea. Um, however, because, you know, in Korea, there's so many ongoing gender issues and conversations mm. about, you know, gender equality, that there is this really big awareness of patriarchal norms in Korean society. So this idea of gendering food and eating food specifically because it's gendered is really associated with a man's older age. So obviously, mm. 
this is mostly seen with older men. Yeah. And, but what's interesting is that like, it is still talked about in relation to like traditional Korean cuisine. So there are a lot of foreigners online who have taken um, Korean cooking classes and they've then wrote articles like every single thing they were talking about stamina. Um, (laughs) Why? What is stamina? What are they talking about? Like so many confused Uh foreigners who came here, took a cooking class and they're like, what the heck? (laughs) Stamina in Korean is known as chongyok. So just in case you hear that term. But it doesn't just mean sexual endurance. It does also refer to your daily energy mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. But if you are a man and you're taking cooking class and they look you dead in the eye and they say this is good for your stamina, probably they're referring to your sex drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the whole idea of this comes from traditional medicine, the ideas of yin and yang, right. and like hot and cold, which play a really big part in celebrating male virility mm. and that kind of thing. So, for example dog meat is said to be good for the body in the summer months so that's why the dog meat festival is usually around the summertime okay and then you know the drink another drink uh hang on for men's i actually have a vinegar of it oh hong chu no bokbunja oh which is a raspberry wine and this is something that's uh, totally associated with older men and you want to know the funny story <laughs> funny story of this name so apparently, oh, yeah. So apparently, a man in the past, long ago, peed <laughs> with such force that he his pee his stream of pee knocked over his chamber pot. So the name Bokunja is a homonym for somebody who flips over their <laughs> chamber pot, showing that they have like a strong penis. Okay, fun. Do you I think flip over your that wine. chamber pot? After drinking your bokunja, I can't say. It doesn't give me the gendered stamina. You know, I'm not a. I don't identify. You don't have a dong. I don't. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Nor do I identify as a man. Um, Yeah, and this upsets me because I love this wine. It doesn't upset me that I can't turn over a chamber pot with a penis. I'm saying it upsets me that this is gendered because I really love that wine. Uh huh. And I remember, like before, I knew it was gendered. I was bringing it home. Specifically, I gave some to my grandfather. Grandfather, oh, if you're listening, okay, you probably yeah. remember. Because it's so delicious. Uh-huh. And I don't want anybody to think I'm encouraging the stamina of my relatives. Yeah. <laughs> or myself. I just love that wine. Do you like it? Uh, I think I've had it. It's usually, if you buy it like from the convenience store, it's in a small red bottle with a gold twist-off lid. And it has like a picture of gold um, raspberries. And it says, you love raspberries. So. I do. I probably love it. I don't I like it. the form that you have it in. It's just vinegar. I yeah. have vinegar. Okay. So for anyone listening who's wondering why we're talking about like the different form of it. So like we might, at least, uh, yeah, like we might drink maybe fruit in a cordial with, uh, so you, you, you put the cordial in the water. There's a, it's really popular here. This like, is actually just also like a cooking vinegar. Oh, is it? Yeah. But, okay. you, but people do just drink it like a shot. Right, people can drink it like a shot, or they will mix it with water yeah. and drink it like a cordial in mm. water. And it's it it's like you can get you can get blueberry versions of it. You can get yeah the raspberry versions of it. You can get uh, all sorts of different very healthy versions of it. It's supposed to be very healthy for you, mm. but it's it's a flavored vinegar mm. that you can have by itself or drink. I drink in it water a shot of it every morning. Uh, I don't like for it. fat loss, <laughs> which is funny because I love vinegar. But I mm. don't like any of the hmm. Hong, Hong Cho stuff. Okay. Hong Cho is a company. 
mm. makes sense. But cho, the cho is the version of uh, the vinegar. Yeah. Like the shik cho. Shik cho is vinegar, right? Right. right. Yeah. Anyways, so there is this big popularity of stamina foods. And I think when people might be asking, you know, why? And I think the one of the biggest reasons is mm. that there's always been taboo to talk openly about sex in Korean culture. Yes. Not only now, but in the past. Yeah. You know, sex itself isn't taboo because, yeah. oh, they have sex here for sure. Mm-hmm. But discussing it is. And if you kind of mask the conversation as cuisine then it's easier oh, yeah, to discuss, right. you because, know? Yeah. I, guys, what do you want to eat tonight? Let's get some gay Like, okay, you know he's going to go home and sleep with his partner. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Um, it does tend to be a discussion, like I said, among older men, but there are younger Korean men who follow this rule mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I know for a fact as well that they also, you know, they kind of suggest it to their girlfriend. So heterosexual cis boyfriends might tell their girlfriend not to eat the tail of an eel if they're out eating grilled eel because it's supposed to be the best part for the male Uh. in order to perform well during sex and this (laughs) is something that young koreans still do like if you were all going out together you would kind of leave the tail for the guy that you maybe wanted to sleep with so but (laughs) you know (laughs) but people might be wondering Mm. all of these are about a a male stamina what about what about us yeah exactly well sexual activity is still taboo in relation to women in korea and if there's any food that's gendered with the feminine in korea it usually relates to like fertility fertility or skincare Uh, so seaweed soup is said to be good for lactating women Mm -hmm. but there's no food that help women perform longer during sex none rude <laughs> yeah or complimentary i don't know which uh, one <laughs> well, <laughs> i mean we're not we're not supposed to perform are we we're supposed to just lie there and take it right and then if you did now people would complain yeah <laughs> so i don't know yeah. um and what's interesting is that some anthropologists have been publishing articles that suggest even the places where food is consumed are also gendered, such as surjib, alcohol houses, mm. pubs, and especially pojang matcha. Pujang if you go to male, these places, right? yeah. they're usually filled with men and they're usually covered in soju advertisements. And who's the model? Beautiful, yeah. thin, young, sexy women. Mm-hmm. And then the beer is like strong masculine male so Mm. they're there to appeal to a man's gaze you know in Mm. these places that are supposedly gender neutral like anybody can go but it's very like heterosexual cis male focus yeah (laughs) um there was something really interesting i saw little do they know little do they know (laughs) we like looking at the women too yay (laughs) i mean come on fashion inspiration i like all of it just come on let's go um when i saw on a website that there was a foreign student in korea and she wanted to join her classmates to try dog meat stew her classmates were all men okay and they were trying so hard without saying you can't come to get her not to come stating that she didn't need the power because she was already a this is a quote, a Western woman. Okay. <laughs> Which is, I'm like, I can't even wrap my head around or begin to state why that doesn't make any sense to me. There's so well, many problems there, with that. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, that's a whole, that's a, what's the word? Yeah. Kettle of fish oh, that we gosh. don't need to open today. Nope. And as well, they kind of said, you know, look, this is a male food. This is a time for male bonding. You are not a male. 
so you cannot come um so yeah but this culture is thankfully dying especially because of the decline in eating dog meat yeah um dog meat dog meat (laughs) (laughs) so in 2015 only 20 percent of korean men in their 20s said that they'd eaten dog meat that year Mm -hmm. whereas men in their 50s and 60s averaged 50 percent so it's okay. par- particularly dying among the younger Young, generation, yes. but it's also, you know, only 50% of 50s and 60s, 60-year-olds. I mean, that's yeah, quite significantly yeah, yeah. decreasing. Additionally, salmon of food isn't that popular anymore because, can you guess? Uh, uh, I don't believe in it. Well, <laughs> nobody's getting married and having babies. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> they're not raising a family then why would salmon be important yeah right it doesn't matter if you perform so it's a really quickly dying culture um and i just want people to know that i think like there are these articles that you talked about you kind of criticize people who say that there are all these rules about when you go out to eat and blah 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 Mm. and i feel like people will be so fascinated with the idea of gendered food and stamina that they'll come to korea and they'll be like i want to try not only are there certain ways that you have to eat but there are certain things that you can or can't eat or that you should or shouldn't eat because you don't have the right private parts i think people (laughs) coming to korea who find this very interesting can get really hung up on this idea Mm. but i just want to educate people like this is not something that most korean people do especially young korean people and also like you're not going to impress anybody if you're like hey let's get a group of guys together go to a pojang matcha and eat the tail of an eel so we can all go home and sleep with our partners like that's not nobody's gonna be like well you know so much about (laughs) korean culture yeah so come to korea eat what you want if you're a guy and you like dopoki eat if you're a girl and you like dog meat stew please don't eat it because i don't want (laughs) i'm joking um yeah so food is food food is food so Mm -hmm. i have some questions for you okay is there gendered food in your country um that's a very good question Or not so much gender, like what we talked about, but the way that dokboki is perceived yeah. as a female dish, you know, something that women like more than men. Um, well, I would... S- uh, okay, if we... if we, I mean, we're not really talking... Okay, so we're not... We're talking in um, mm-hmm. kind of stereotypes, right? I guess barbecue is a worldwide kind of <laughs> associated yeah. thing with men. Yeah, like mm. a steak. A it's steak like an is act a, of it. Steak is like a male thing, like right. a men's thing, you know. Um, a, a yeah, cooking the barbecue is mm-hmm. the men's thing. Beer, um, things like cake, that's all women's stuff. Mm-hmm. I would even go so far as to say, like, and, and it, it even in the name, you know, a plowman's sandwich, mm-hmm. because that's that was for the men who were plowing the fields, right, right, um, a. a, a a fry up that's really interesting yeah because a, a, fr- a, 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 a full english breakfast they were made they're, they're like farmer's food right mm. so they were because they're made from all of the things that grow on a farm um sausages bacon eggs beans. baked beans although baked beans isn't Could really be. a Could traditional a thing on it yeah. um mushrooms tomatoes those will all grow on a farm right and that is what the farmer's wife would cook him for breakfast before he went out to work on the farm for mm. the whole day. So we don't really think about that, but the tech, the history of it is that it is 
the farmer's food mm-hmm. and so that it would then be a, a gendered thing yeah um i remember guys in uni would be like impressed if i was drinking the beer yes. which i found so beer. and beer is a man's thing a pint of beer if you yes. ask for a pint of beer then like you know like which a half, like the only a half pint want. or a shandy a shandy is mm. a women's beer you know? or don't even get me started on if a woman drinks a guinness oh yeah wow yeah i'm all, I'm all <laughs> right. with you in the weather spoons Weatherspoons is a very is a chain of pubs in England. Um, <laughs> yeah, and cocktails. You know, there was always like men shouldn't be drinking cocktails. Right. What the heck? Cocktails are delicious. Come right. On. And my first boyfriend didn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's why he didn't drink cocktails. No, he did. Oh. He didn't drink beer or anything. Mm. He didn't like it. He mm. liked cocktails and he liked fruity ciders like recorded yeah. it in Copperberg, You yeah, know, like strawberry good. lime cider, and um, you know he didn't drink other things, but he he worked and worked in um the kind of uh, music circles mm-hmm. you know playing gigs at pubs and at bars and things and uh his fellow musicians around him they were all a lot older than him mm. he was very young he was only 18 19 20 and um they would take the mickey out of him they would make fun of him because he drank you know a, a berry cider instead of a pint of beer it's really common yeah universally you know mm. what about in the u.s or say not, like your particular part of the u.s where you grew up oh gosh um i would say it's pretty much the same yeah yeah i can't think of anything off the top of my head aside from those kind mm. of universally stereotypical ones right. meat, meat is men men's food, right you know? it's right. like we got muscles too right yeah. exactly and the fact that i grew up as a vegetarian mm. and identified you know as a woman people probably were like double thinking i was weak well so. yeah that's another thing you know if, if, if a man were to say he's a vegetarian or if a man were to say don't that even he's get me started on a vegan yeah yeah right exactly yeah. do you like any of the traditionally male gendered foods in korea see i love bokpunja uh i'm it's if it's raspberry and it's a wine then heck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can't uh, the thing is yeah i can't remember if i tried it or not so mm. maybe i need to report back maybe we can do that for our alcoholic <laughs> oh, episode yeah. this season i mean i love garlic garlic is traditionally seen oh, as a man's food heck yeah we're obsessed garlic, with garlic yeah. here. uh i like garlic i like well yeah i probably chives. like that i like chives i like um we like the, strong flavors you know the the eel i don't mm. think i've ever eaten grilled eel here except for maybe once but i know that i do like eel mm. so yeah and i mean i don't care if it's the tail or the the body like <laughs> it's know. all eel to me well if you go on a date and eat eel you might get your hand slapped if you try and take the tail <laughs> maybe i'll do it on purpose yeah do it do it them. guys make this a social experiment go out with your male friends try and eat the male food yeah. and see what they say let's see i've never eaten dog meat no i've never had uh sure i've never had dog meat stew so um and you never will I d- no i know i never will so i don't, care to comment um, I don't need i don't know if i like it and uh you don't, I don't need to, to know out. if i like it yeah <laughs> my last question is do you uh, as a woman feel comfortable eating in these male food establishments have there ever been time, like time when matcha? yeah po- let's say pojang matcha have you ever felt uncomfortable because of all the men no I maybe maybe, maybe it's because i'm not korean but uh no i don't i but I then get- i've been with Mm, I, I've been men. with a group of female friends. Oh, female friends. Okay. So you know, it's not just like me surrounded by a bunch of guys. I never have. I've never been to a pojang matcha with only women. No, 
No. That's good. There's always been a guy there. Mm. But I did go... The, the thing is, when, I, when I've when i been... Because there are some very... Um, the area that I've been to for Pojang Matcha is the one in Tongno, right? Mm-hmm. The really famous part. The really famous part. Near Tongno Samga mm-hmm. station. And there's a very obvious part which is full of older people mm-hmm. and there's a part which is full of younger, younger people. people and i've never yeah. been to the part which is full of older people i've right. always been to the part which is full of younger people mm-hmm. so you know it, it's all people around my age they're all just out there to have a good time they're not out there to you know to boost their masculine energy with their men yeah, friends yeah no and, and i don't even get approached really by people in no these i mean definitely i've been in situations where it's mostly men mm. they don't really bother me or mm-hmm. anything and, and from what i remember the pojang matcha that i've been to have uh, most of them are but they've been run by women so i've not felt any sort of that's true most of them are female yeah. cooks some yeah. of them are run by men um but i've not been to any of those and i don't feel any sort of judgment or attention mm. when i've been the only attention that i might have gotten would be because i'm not korean but right 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 yeah it's usually a drunken hello how are yeah. you <laughs> from a halfway across the yeah. watch and i'm like <laughs> i actually thinking about it um i've gotten attention in a pojang matcha mostly from the women cooks so i think on average there are mostly men so when they see a young woman come in they do tend to pay more attention to her whether uh-huh. no matter where you're from yeah so i've gotten free food like mm. that was not given to other customers in pojang matcha nice. probably just you know the solidarity yeah. the solidarity of hey you're another woman here yeah let me take care of you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went to one with my boyfriend we did yeah that was there fun. were a lot of young students there it was yeah. an ikseondong so ikseondong is kind of yeah that's the the, the part i was thinking oh of. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, there were the table next to us were a bunch of students yeah but like you said it's the most popular area for young people and old people yeah they're fun they're lively they, they can all. get loud oh, oh yeah i like miss i miss <laughs> going to them you know you they're can sit open right now it's not the same and I, it is a bit scary yeah the lack of cleanliness and hygiene yeah. oh do you remember <laughs> do you remember um we went to pojang matcha and she walked me to the bathroom she said it's not safe do you remember that the old lady the cook oh. i needed to pee that one that day where we were was that that day? yeah she walked me to the bathroom and said it's not safe she said yeah or not not like it's not safe but like she because i was kind of tipsy and she was like you don't need to go alone oh wow yeah, yeah. and didn't, i think she waited for me i think oh, she I waited outside that. of the bathroom i remember that yeah but i do remember you saying that bathroom was not nice there <laughs> were weird things going around that bathroom anyway i think that bathroom is quite notorious for uh-huh. things going on in there uh-huh. <laughs> anyway yeah so that's nutrition cool stamina thanks well my korean knowledge brain has been fed well today oh good thank you and oh, <laughs> I, hope you, I, yeah. I hope you appreciated that everyone if you have anything to add if you want to tell us your favorite gendered foods or what's gendered in your country send us a voice message on oh Anchor. yeah that would be so interesting to know i would love to know about send us a message. different foods around the world which are considered gendered yeah send us a message on instagram mm. send us a voice message on anchor.fm mm-hmm. we'd love to know yeah maybe maybe one of these episodes this this season should be about women's stuff women's food yeah but but 
the women's food is all childbearing and skincare. I mean, yeah, true. Could, I mean, yeah. I guess I, we can talk about it. Let's see. True. Let's see if there's an interesting spin on it we can do. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. That's everything for today, everyone. Episode one. Good. Good. That's me. Boy. On the yogi. Oh, oh. No. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. 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 Oh, we don't own that. We don't own that. I don't know if he's copyrighted that. Um, it's from a YouTuber, for those of you who don't maybe, know. probably. He can't control your voice. Um, right. It's actually just an expression uh, in uh, Korean. I can't. It's just uh, a normal phrase. You know what's really funny is we, I just realized exactly <laughs> why you said at the start of this episode why my word for next week is so well connected uh-huh. to this episode. Oh, right. Hannah, let us know. What's your word? Balls. One more time. Balls. Louder for the kids in the back. Balls. A little more deep. Balls. A little higher. Balls. <laughs> I'm done. Balls. How do you say balls in Korean? Um, I actually kong? don't know. Kong is an actual kong ball. Kong is bean. Kong, You're thinking gong. Gong. Uh, gong. Okay. <laughs> kong is bean. Yeah, bean. Yeah, gong. <laughs> gong is a ball, like a bouncy if ball. We don't know which one. abstractly. <laughs> <laughs> not very abstractly being i mean i don't ball. know what kind of ball you're talking about so that's very true bulge <laughs> all right I'm pretty sure come back bulge. next week to hear about balls or don't <laughs> just <laughs> no, skip it do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what we're gonna talk about you can yeah. talk about unicorns you can talk about you can talk about maybe i'll actually talk about uh, testicles um and on that note goodbye goodbye